We are back for another episode. Episode six. Doesn't the time fly? (laughs) We are six episodes into our first season. Halfway mark. Halfway mark. Halfway mark. Also, happy Black History Month. We can't forget that. Isn't that kind of crazy? Our halfway mark literally is on the first of the... Yes. You don't, need to, you don't need to be a scientist to know that. Okay. You don't need to understand anything, but know that alignment is real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. How about you kick us off? Yes. Hello, everybody. My name is Dr. E. And I am Donald Coleman. <laughs> and this is. Unapologetic, Unapologetic conversation, conversation with, with the Coleman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Love that for us. Yes. Uh, so I think we're going to get started with our coffee segment. Um, so I'm going to go first. Um, y'all, she was a little bit salty, but <laughs> yeah. I have the good, great, the mug, Starbucks. Yeah. Um, so I'm just basically, it's a... My basic K cup, it's the honey caramel. Um, it has twice the caffeine content, I think, in it. Um, okay. but this one I use a um almond milk creamer. Um, because if you don't know, if y'all don't know, I have beef with dairy. <laughs> you and your beef um, with dairy. And we just we don't we don't see eye to eye. So I use almond milk creamer. Um and I also use organic uh raw cane sugar. Yes. Um, just because I know that uh, you only need a little bit, because even though like, I use, you know, the processed sugar, you know, we all we all got those tubs, of, you know, the tub of sugar at home. Don't even front. But, but I, I don't use mine. It's just really there for when my mom comes in town. She wants to bake a cake or something. But <laughs> but you know, we all you all know what I'm talking about. So, um, <laughs> but with that kind of the sugar that I have, you only need a little bit. Um, okay. It's very sweet. Um, it's like actual, like raw, because raw sugar is not white. If y'all know that, it's okay. like a brown, brownish texture. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm drinking today. I love that mug. You're right. I am salty because I don't have that mug. Okay. But today I am drinking. Actually, I was thinking of you when I picked this mug today. Really? Because if you look on here, you can see that it is actually a tea mug and it has all the different teas mm. in like a Scrabble format. <laughs> and if you guys remember like two episodes back when we had Alexis on, Donald was dropping the Scrabble words left and right, okay? So when I picked this mug today, I was in honor of Mr. Donald Coleman, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, that episode um, I think was one of my most favorite episodes thus Mine far. Um, definitely, if you guys have not watched that episode, um, please pause this one. We'll finish it later, but pause this one. Go back to that one because I think we dropped a lot of gems. I yeah. think um, a lot of truths were spoken. Um, so yeah, I'm glad that you thought of me when you oh, thought of that. Sure. <laughs> Of course. So today, even though this is, yes, a tea mug, I am drinking coffee out of it because I am a coffee guru. You know, I have to have my caffeine. 
<laughs> and considering that um, I am in my second cup in, I am really feeling my coffee caffeine right now. But today I am drinking, of course, the infamous Starbucks. I do have my peppermints in my coffee and I have some organic honey just to sweeten it up a little bit. But yeah, that's what I'm drinking today. So does the honey, does it make the, because I know coffee, <clears throat> depending on the roast and the brew or whatnot, um, is definitely bitter. So does it bring out the honey texture? Does it bring out the bitterness or like, does it sweeten the coffee? It definitely makes it sweet. So if you guys um, hadn't tuned in and this is like your first episode, I have a peppermint or mint plant that I have in my home. And I always like take off different like leaves depending on their sizes and how like minty I want my coffee to be. But I do that because um, it freshens your breath, yes, but it also allows for your coffee to not have that bitter taste. And really the um, organic honey is just to sweeten it just a little bit. For all the people out there that you like your coffee to be sweet, but not too sweet, try the organic honey. It definitely is the way to go. Yeah, because I know sometimes, depending on the roast too, like I know um, like dark roast can be uh, particularly bitter. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think I might have to try the honey thing. No, so I don't see, and she said that was such a flex, y'all. I just have to <laughs> plant at home and I just cut it depending on like for my needs. But um, <laughs> this is just a huge flex, but you know, uh, no, definitely I trying to the do, honey thing. You really should, but I'm telling you like before the pandemic and the quarantine, I the used panorama. to do a lot of, <laughs> okay, when we had realized, <laughs> <laughs> I used to do like a lot of meetings at Starbucks or just any coffee shop. So I will always put like pumps of mint in my coffee because when I'm talking to people, I never wanted to have that coffee breath. And so putting the mint in there allows for you to still unapologetically enjoy your coffee and not feel like you're sharing your coffee breath with the person you're talking to. So that's how it started. And then I just realized like the effervescence of it um, allowed for me to enjoy my coffee even more because I'm a dark roast drinker. So putting the mint and the honey in there, it allows for me to enjoy the dark roast, but it doesn't take away from the properties of it by adding things to it. So, so I guess I want to follow up before we uh, go into our next segment. So I'm just going to go on here on a limb and assume that uh, you are a huge lover of when Starbucks does the seasonal coffee, the peppermint. Am I am I wrong? Listen, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you will see that he just took my breath away. Yes, I love that. <laughs> Christmas is like my favorite time when they start adding like the different coffee cups and they put the little peppermint in it. I, it's something about those Christmas cups that Starbucks have. I don't know if it changes the coffee, but it just makes the coffee taste so much better. But anyway, yes, I am a love of it. And I also love around um, Halloween time, pumpkin spice, fall season. I like pumpkin spice. <laughs> she's, a PSL, she's a PSL uh, gal, y'all. She loves her pumpkin spice latte. Yes. Okay. I used to be a skeptical. I used to be, I used to be, I used to think it was overhyped. Um, really? But because when pumpkin spice came out, I was like a freshman in high school or okay. 
Oh, when I, it became like really popular. Yeah, when it became mm-hmm. really popular. Um, well, I hate saying that. I feel old now. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> hey, guess what doesn't wait for you? Time. <laughs> but, but, um, when I started drinking more, um, I actually really like it. I like the uh, texture. I like, it well it depends on the barista who makes it. But depending on who makes it, um, sometimes it can be very bitter. But I think when you get the right one, you know, they get the recipe to the tea. I think yeah. it's very, like, very sweet and, like, kind of spicy. Because um, I know some people, I like to add a little bit of um, cinnamon. Like, I don't know, like, um, some Starbucks, well, now, because we're in the Pandora's box, they don't okay. allow you to Never put your own out. on anymore. But um, I know there's some uh, Starbucks you can, you know, put vanilla, sugar, whatever, and coffee. And I used to put like a couple of dashes of cinnamon in it and it brings off that, like that spiciness to it that I like. I like cinnamon too. Sometimes if I don't put like the um, honey in there, I'll add the cinnamon. Cause it does, it adds like a different type of taste to your coffee. I agree with you. All right, well, besides our coffee uh, adventures and fantasies let's move on to your segment of the show okay, so let's talk about some tools and techniques that we use this week so tools and techniques oh <clears throat> y'all this week donald and i we were talking offline like we always do before the show starts and we were just talking about like with the seasons changing with the temperature changing outside it is so hard to get up and go, especially if you're not feeling 100% your best. So this week for me, I allow for my body to be my vessel of understanding of what my day was going to look like and feel like. I didn't allow for it to stop me, but I allow for my body to be something that I listened to as I was going to navigate my day. So if I woke up today and my body was telling me, you don't really want to go out. You don't really want to do this. I allow for myself to process that and understand that, but I still did things that would still attribute to the goals that I have for myself that day. So it might not have looked like me going out and doing my three miles, but what it may have looked like is me getting up and meal prepping. What it may have looked like is me doing my Zoom calls or reaching out to my clients, things that I can do within my home without actually going out, but still feeling accomplished. So I allow my body to be the inventory of what that was going to be today, but still feeling like I'm accomplishing something. Because sometimes when we're not feeling 100% our best, we're like, I'm not doing nothing today. I'm laying on the couch and I'm just gonna watch TV, which that's fine to do every now and then. But if you're like an entrepreneur, if you're a student and you still have tasks that you need to do, Sometimes it's okay for your body to keep you in the house, but make sure that you are still accomplishing some form of those goals. So I listened to my body this week. I didn't work out as much. I still was able to get a few workouts in, but I allowed for my immune system to be built up. I ate healthy. I was drinking my water, but I still was able to accomplish the things that I needed to do within my home. So the techniques that I would say to use this week is to make sure that you are always listening to your body, taking that self-inventory that we talk about all the time and aligning that to just where you are right now. 
you know, we're, as Donna like to say, we're still in Pandora's box, right? So the pandemic is still happening. Our bodies, our respiratory systems are still feeling the impact of whatever is going on, whether it's flu symptoms or unfortunately coronavirus, whatever it is that's going on in your body, you have to listen to yourself. And you have to understand that your immune system, when it goes out in this world, needs to be at its tip-top shape. So if you're not feeling at your tip-top shape, whether it's a runny nose or you're just feeling like a congestion, whatever it is, okay, let's stay in the house. Let's drink our fluids. Let's go ahead and take our vitamins. Let's eat healthy. But we're still able to accomplish our goals by doing things that we can do, whether it's virtual or whether, like I said, it's meal prepping in the kitchen. So those are the techniques that I would just like to give you guys as you are accomplishing goals in 2021. Yes, look at that. <laughs> ain't that, ain't that, y'all, this is free. Now, yeah. if you want anything, like if you enjoyed what she's saying, um, y'all remember she is a wellness coach. Um, so please go check out her website. Link will always be in the description below. Um, just a shameless plug, you know. If you if you can't have your own show and not plug yourself, what are you exactly. doing? Exactly. So, That's so true. <laughs> we're gonna move on to some of the week, which this week is it's a garment. I don't know if you can see it. Um, sometimes my ring light just will not allow me to be great. Um, but this garden in particular, um, it looks brownish, but it actually has hints of red in it. Um, okay. as y'all, most of y'all know, um, different stones, depending on how they were formed, will take on different colors and different hues. Okay. Um, so garnet, um, it's a very emotional stone. It's very, this is a stone good for emotional healing. Um, so if you are dealing with um, problematic emotions, maybe uh, emotions in your past, or maybe emotions you may be feeling now, this is good, that is a good stone to have um, to just work through some of those issues. Um, it is also a good stone if you are someone who frequently has bad dreams. Um, definitely put that under your pillowcase. It is a good stone to sleep with to help alleviate those bad dreams um it is also good if you are looking to stimulate your base and your crown chakra um this is a very good stone it stimulates all chakra points but it's very good for your base and your crown chakra um another good thing it is good at it's very good um it's gonna sound very dark and morbid um it's a very good stone <laughs> for dealing with loss mourning loss loved ones um so yeah, I would definitely recommend that to anyone if you are dealing with some form of loss, um, like we are dealing with this pandemic right now. I know a lot of us uh, are losing loved ones. So definitely would recommend finding a garden and just keeping it tight um, around you. Uh, you can wear it as a pendant. I know they have garden earrings for the ladies, um, rings and stuff. So I would highly recommend that stone anyone looking to unravel some emotional conundrums they may be dealing with. All of those conundrums, I like that. <laughs> I was I know she heard. <laughs> I was just gonna wait till you finish, but yes, I I love that. Yeah, and I have been falling behind 
on my son over week on Instagram last week, y'all. I was under the weather. Um, I was just like, oh, you know what? I need time. I need time to just, you know, relax, get some sleep, drink some hey. water, oh. take my vitamins. So um, I will catch up on all of my stoner weeks. Um, if you guys don't know, I post an overview of all the stones that I talk about on each episode. Um, so if you guys check after this episode is uploaded, I will have all the stoner weeks I've missed, including this week. Before we get into the topic, Donald, just to align back to people feeling sick or just under the weather, not feeling 100% yourself, there is, and I talk about this on DrEbonyComen.com in one of my ebooks, but I'm going to give you guys some free game because I understand people are feeling under the weather and you're like, is this Miss Corona? Is this flu? Like, <laughs> what's happening not right now? Miss Corona, oh God. <laughs> But um, there is a steam bath that I like to do to just cleanse my nasal passages. The whole like went back in like March 2020, when we first were like doomed to the quarantine, I would do this like probably every day or sometimes twice a day. So I would get orange peels, garlic cloves, ginger root, and turmeric, not the turmeric powder, but actual turmeric. And um, I would boil it in a pot, like a large pot that you could cook like stews or uh, soup in. So I would boil it till it got really steamy. I would get a towel, put it over my head, and I would just allow for myself to breathe that in for like 10, 15 minutes. After the 10, 15 minutes, I would break for like 10 minutes and come back and do it again. And I would do this approximately on and off. I know this is going to sound like a lot, but on and off for like an hour, just breathing in the steam, clearing my nasal passages. And in between when I'm on that 10 minute break before I go back for the steam, drinking water. So my body is still being hydrated while I'm doing that. And it is allowed for my respiratory system, my nasal passages to feel open and it builds up your immune system as well in a holistic way. So if you guys are feeling under the weather right now, you're scared to, to go out and you're not thinking that you're feeling 100%, you're scared to go around other people, make sure you try that. Um, and like I said, try out DrEbonyComan.com for more holistic properties, but that's just some free games I wanted to give to you guys if you're feeling under the weather. See, look at, man. <laughs> free game. I'm a Where was all that information at last week? I'm over it, huffing and puffing. You didn't tell me till you were like almost over it. So I didn't know that you were sick until you're like, ah, I can't do that. You should have just felt that. You know, I feel like all siblings, you know, to just have an innate. It's six of y'all. I'm the, I am the eldest of six siblings. I would be feeling stuff all the time if that was the case. Mm, mm, excuses, excuses. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Moving on, on to today's topic. Um, we are talking about uh, mental health, uh, particularly among uh, Black leadership, um, Black activists, activism. Um, just to kind of kick off, you know, Black History Month extravaganza. Um, today is February 1st. Um, and I just want to pay some homage and thank you to all the people who have paved the way. Um, I think for my generation, your generation, 
Uh, I think, you know, without their hard work and sacrifice uh, on people of both sides, you know, of the coin, you know what I mean? Uh, we just wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't have the things that we're having access to today. So I am always eternally grateful um, for that. Yeah. So just to kind of kick it off, um, we, so I was just thinking in my head as we were coming up with the topic uh, for today, um, just going over the amount of pressure and the, all the, like the mental, like just the mental battles that these people went through every day, constantly for years throughout their whole, whether it have been their like, careers, their civil rights work, just whatever they may have been doing, their activism, it's all that pressure they had to endure all those years, right? You know, for most of them up into the untimely deaths. And it's like, how can we examine that in today's point of view, you know, dealing with, you know, modern day activism, you know, we have so many <clears throat> up and coming activists in our own communities, um, you know, and just how are they, what, what, what's different from then versus now and how can our new activists and our new young leaders can kind of keep the fight going, keep the activism alive, but also to kind of take care of themselves in that mental space, you know what I mean? Because that's, you're putting yourself out there on the forefront every day, right? And it's like, you're constantly in the public eye, everything you're saying, everything you do is scrutinized all the time. And it's like, how are you protecting yourself, but still getting the work done? You know what I mean? Yes, yes. That's all powerful. Like, I, I love that. And when you were asking that question, my mind was going a million different places because I want to talk about, like you said, the current activists. So shouts out to Tamika Mallory. I think she is out here definitely setting the standard definitely setting the precedence on what it is to look like to be a modern day activist. And one thing that I think that she does so eloquently is she builds rapport. And when I said building rapport, she allows for her communication to be her number one defense. And I think that out of everything that we have seen from the riots that took place over the summer to gosh, things that have happened recently, you know, one thing that I think stands out the most is that communication is the most powerful technique tool that you can have. You can even say it's a weapon because the more that you sharpen your mind and you allow for your words, your research that you have mentally done to be the caveat as to how you fight in modern day activism, I think that that is the most powerful thing that Tamika Mallory brings to the table. And to also branch off of that, I think that we have people like Angela Rye. We have people like Charlemagne the God off of The Breakfast Club who are speaking not only about the modern day activism and speaking about how politics streams into that as well because it is a political platform as well. As much as we wanna say it's not, it is. We also are looking at how mentally, how this is affecting our people. And how when we are out here and we are fighting the fight, sometimes PTSD, like past traumas that our grandparents and great-grandparents, when they were out trying to be activists, things that they had to endure. And sometimes we do get triggered by the police or we get triggered by what politicians say, especially with, when it's indirect effect to African-Americans. 
And sometimes that makes us want to react in a physical way, like fighting with our fists, ripping things down because we're angry, breaking things. But one of the things that I just want to keep um, bringing to the forefront is in our modern day activists, such as Tanika Mallory, such as Angela Rye, such as Charlemagne the God, they are using their platforms, their social media platforms to allow their voices to be heard and they are affecting the masses in a way that people can't say, oh, they're doing this and it's a malicious or domestic way. No, they're using their words. And so I think that building rapport and using your mind to be able to get the fight out there and for us to make a great impact is where we are strong in today. So I definitely wanted to say that, Donald. And I think when, you, <clears throat> when you're saying that, I was thinking of our girl Yara, right? Um, if y'all don't know who Yara is, uh, she plays Zoe on uh, Grownish, also on Blackish. Um, and I was just thinking when we're talking about modern day activism, I think she definitely also sets a standard. I think for more people in mind, because she was born, I believe, in 2000, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Um, so, okay. you know. Definitely people in our generation, I think she sets the standard for us. Um, just because I know the, the amount of work she's put in over this whole time, you know, what was going on back in the summer to, you know, recent events. I think definitely um, people like that, you know, people who have these platforms and entertainment and media, um, I think have been doing a spot on job, you know, accurately trying to represent us in spaces that, we aren't always represented in accurately, you know what I mean? So um, definitely, and I just, I couldn't imagine the amount of pressure she's under, you know what I mean? Trying to maintain that, but also trying to make sure she's okay mentally and making sure that she's not burnt out at the end of the day when she goes home. And it's just, it always, I salute those people, you know, people who are out there actively on the front lines, you know, out there protesting or, you know, risking their jobs, their socio-political standing to do that for us. You know what I mean? So I think definitely in this time, I think uh, wellness goes a long way. I think mindfulness goes a long way. Uh, I think that being in those spaces for those people, you know, and especially I think the pressure is to having to be a role model. And I know we, you were talking about that a little bit. <laughs> I think that's another thing that I just, you know, can kind of share with that is, you know, I've had people come up to me and, you know, privately message me or whatever, like, hey, you know, I see what you be doing out here. I appreciate the work that you've been doing. You know, it may not always not seem like that at the time, but you know, I appreciate that. And I know for me, it's like, I never like really thought of myself as anyone's role model. You know what I mean? I don't think any role model have seen, wants people to see them as a role model. You know what I mean? I think it just happens. Cause I think that old saying goes, action speaks a lot louder than words. I think that is the reason why you see a lot of these role models, like they'll tell you up front, like I never, never want to be nobody's role model. I never think I people are gonna look up to me, like you know what I mean. So 
Um, and I know I'm gonna let you go off on it because I know you said you had something you want to add on that. <laughs> and I was just like, that's that's where I was going with it. So yeah, no, I think that's beautiful what you just stated. It's so true. Um, and when we were talking earlier, why well, I stopped myself and I was like, let me just write this down because if I don't write it down and we talk about it, we'll never get this podcast shot. But when you were talking about that, I wrote down everyone watches. And I want to say that again, everyone watches to whomever's listening or watching us on YouTube and you're out there and you're trying to make a social impact. You're trying to grow your business. You're trying to figure out next steps or whatever it is. And you're constantly trying on social media. You're constantly marketing your brand. Whoever it is that you think is not watching, they're watching. They might not be engaging, but people are watching. So always show up your best self. Always feel like when people do DM you, feel like that's your audience. And even when people might DM you and they might say something that's a little bit off-putting, I like to personally always follow up by saying, thank you for supporting my brand. Because even if you're not saying anything that's positive and pro-social, you just DMing me shows me that in some aspects you're listening. So sometimes when you pay for and pour into people positive, that's the only thing that's for you. That's not for them. So they might not like it in the beginning, but the more and more that you keep showing up in a positive way and people align that to your image, no matter how hateful society can be or negative that people could try to be, if you keep showing up and pouring into positive, the world, the karma, the atmosphere, whatever it is that you are aligned to that's a higher power will give you exactly what you desire. So I always respond, hey, thank you, thank you for supporting my brand. Make sure you check out DrEbonyComan.com. And we all know when you have a website and you shoot that back in someone's DM, it shows a full picture of your website that you're shooting back to them. So I, I love that because it's just like, it's free game on enlightening people on how it is when you are in a good space, how you react to people. So always show up your best self. Understand that everyone is watching and know that based upon whatever your brand is displaying, you will get that back tenfold. You just have to keep showing up. You have to keep creating. You have to keep marketing. Even if it's only one or two people that's showing you love, those one or two people over time will manifest and double. So just keep, keep being persistent, keep showing up every day and whatever it is that you are trying to achieve, it's going to happen. It just takes time and persistence. Yes, that's, oof, that was so powerful. Um, I had to mute myself for a minute. You know, as y'all know, I'm coughing up this phlegm, coughing it up. <laughs> uh, we, we expelling it. I got an instant in the background. We cleansing over here. But um, just to add on to that, uh, I think that, wow, that was really powerful. Uh, all, it's true. You, all eyes are on you. Mm -hmm. All eyes on me. <laughs> you know what I was about to say? My senior <laughs> year. Hey, shout out to Romulus High School. What up, Eagles? But um, my senior year, my varsity jacket, it said all eyes on me. I love that face. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's so true. I think and you say you also say on the flip side is you know 
your actions speak louder than words. Um, and I think if your intentions are right, if your intentions are in a place of good and well-being, that your reward will come to you. It's not going to come overnight, but it's going to come. And I think as long as you are willing to put in that grind, like you were saying, you know, it's going to come. But also on the flip side of things, when you're out here trolling people and when you are, you know, putting off, putting things on the internet and on social media, that has adverse effects, right? And you have people like, okay, now you're infamously known. Because there's a thing for being famously known and infamously mm -hmm. known. So I think it's up to you um, to just kind of decide where on that spectrum you want to be. Um, but uh, going back to the main topic we were talking about, just it's important whatever you're trying to do, whatever form, uh, if you are an upcoming activist or um, you are interested in civil rights work or um, maybe social work, whatever your case may be, I think now is the time to put those actions and you need to align yourself, you need to set intentions and let those intentions be pure and let that, let that wheel be made of steel. Okay. And I think, you know, you can accomplish it. And I think a lot of young activists now, I think when I say young, I mean people in my generation, I think uh, have definitely shown up and shown out in a lot of cases and I've seen on social media in my city. And I think, you know, you've seen it on social media, you know, all around the world. And I think this is the, it's a sad but beautiful time we live in because yes, it's sad it took so many events for this to happen, but I'm glad that now we have an emergence of so many beautiful, talented, outspoken leaders like in our community. Like we have so many different unique and beautiful voices now being heard and okay. it's just and it's, it's just such a and I, I don't want to romanticize this at all but it's just such <laughs> a beautiful time to live in just to see that wow you have all these amazing artists and these amazing poets and you have these activists and these leaders coming out of the woodworks and the shadows and it's just like okay, the future is looking kind of bright. You know it what is. I mean? Like it, it, just, is. it really just makes you bring hope. And that's why I think this this year's Black Lives Matter. I'm not Black Lives Matter. This year's um, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives do matter, hey. I'm, not too, but no. Um, <laughs> I'm talking about Black History Month. I think this uh, year's month, I think should be just a theme around hope and inspiration. Yeah. I think um, given all these recent events, I think, that this year, you know, obviously learning your history is very important, but I think now we should be tuning in to our young leaders, to our young poets, our writers, our speakers, future politicians, like artists, like it just, it's astounding at what so much despair can cause. It, it yes, it sucks that it took events like this to happen, but just look at the outcome. So factual. And understand, like, if you guys are out there, like Donna was saying, wanting to be young activists and you're not sure, like, where to start or you're not confident in your voice, the first thing that I want to say is to educate your voice. There are so many podcasts 
Of course, we can Google, we can go on platforms such as Clubhouse or Instagram to look at activists that's already out there doing it and seeing what their trajectory is. There's so many different ways to educate your voice. I, for instance, I am an avid podcaster. I love to listen to podcasts while I'm grocery shopping, while I'm cleaning the house, whatever it is that I'm doing that kind of, I need focus, but it, I need to also like enlighten my mind while I'm focusing on something else. That's just something that I really honed in on when I was working on my dissertation. But podcasts are so enriching because your mind is being stimulated with information while you're still able to do other things. But one of the podcasts that I love to listen to, and she is, like I mentioned her before, awesome when it comes to politics. She's awesome when it comes to enriching young minds and understanding what it is to be a young activist. And that's Angela Rye. She has a podcast that's called On One. She is very unapologetic in the things that she shares. And she's aligned with Charlemagne. Um, of course, you can listen to him on The Breakfast Club, but he also has a podcast called Brilliant Idiots. But I bring them up because there are two people, one, one is a female, one is a man. They come together and they have different points of views at times, but their points of views are so educated, you can't help but to respect both of them. And I believe as an activist, and even what you and I, what, uh, you and I show on our podcast, Donald, is that we don't always agree all the time, but because we're coming from educated places and we respect that amongst one another, we're able to hear both perspectives. So I think it's important while you're on your journey to be an activist or you're on your journey to just be more in the forefront in the Black community as a community leader, it's so important to look at people and respect different perspectives in the black community. Because although we are all skin folk, it doesn't mean that we all will think the same or have the same perspectives or all have been in the same environment. So our upbringings are the same because you have to think nature and nurture shapes how people react to certain things and how their perspectives are. Nature, So you have to understand that and you have to respect that. And I think that to be a great leader, to be in the forefront is that you have to respect other people's perspectives. You have to understand that people build their rapport out of grace and out of being humble. And you have to humble yourself by sometimes educating yourselves and understanding that everybody's perspective can be different from yours. It doesn't take anything away from who you are. It just allows for you to understand that being a leader, you have to embrace all. So that's definitely what I wanted to share off of what you stated. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, just to piggyback off that part a bit. Um, we're not a monolith, right? There's not one criteria, there's not one set of black. So I think my advice to anyone who is looking to, um, you know, be a, an activist or be more like you said in the forefront, forefront, sorry, um, of being a community leader, I think to acknowledge that um, we are not a monolith. So if you are going to be out there, be out there and understand that you're fighting for things like, it, equity and equality. 
two different things, right? And yes, you know, fighting for equality is important, but also you have, you have to understand, you have to meet people at where they are at different, because like you said, there are a ton of different issues to be, you know, debated on, to, you know, be protested about. But understand that if you are trying to be a leader in your community, first you need to understand and, and know what it is your community needs, whether that be access to better healthcare, whether that be access to better um, educational materials, equipment, access, access to clean water, right? Access to better food. You know, y'all, there are things such as food deserts that exist. So just, there's so many things that I think um, if you are trying to be, you know, an activist or a community leader, I definitely suggest doing your research in your community. Um, definitely reach out to those. And don't be afraid to reach out to people. I think that's the first thing I want to say. Like, if you are trying to do this, like, this isn't no competition. <laughs> like, we okay. are, like, it's not. Like, if you are trying to do good and your intentions are pure, don't feel like you have to be scared to reach out to someone who's been doing that work in the community because they can give you tips and they can be as a mentor to you. You know what I mean? Like, um, if you are a college student, um, I would recommend reaching out to your local BSU. Um, it looks different for each state, each, you know, city, but uh, just ask around, uh, see like, hey, what, what can I do to get involved? Um, and if your school or your city doesn't have a BSU, reach out to the next city's BSU, you know, get in contact with people that then you can link up and get that connection going so you can figure out how you can bring that back to your city. Um, and if you are someone, you know, like in high school, um, I would recommend doing some research too. Also, um, reaching out to the BSU would be good um, as well. Uh, figure out what you can do locally, like volunteer work. Um, maybe things like starting maybe your own BSU at your own school in high school. Um, definitely just small things, but small steps lead to big change, so right? So um, it may seem just like, I want to start no BSU. Ugh, I want to volunteer, but <laughs> that's where the work is, right? That's where you're putting in the groundwork for the big stuff to come. Because in order for the big stuff to come, First, you have to start at the bottom. You start That's from the bottom, now you're here. Facts. That is so factual. That's And I believe, like you said, in tapping into other people and understanding their journey and just asking for advice, that's such a powerful statement because even for me, yes, I have my PhD, I have a master's, I have a bachelor's, but I would not be anywhere without mentorship. I don't care what stages that you are in, whether you are working on your bachelor's, you have an academic mentor. Working on your master's, you have someone that's helping you with your thesis. Working on your PhD, you have a whole academic chair and a whole committee that's assisting you on this journey. So I say all that to say, you whether you're in academia or whether you are an entrepreneur or whether you are blending the two like myself, understand on this journey, having some type of mentor, people are able to put your name into spaces before your feet is ever even able to walk into those rooms. And sometimes that's all you need. 
You need someone that shows favor over you, that believes in your dreams and is able to put your dreams in front of people that can bring your dreams to fruition. And without with thinking that, oh, I'm scared or thinking that if I share this idea, someone's going to steal it. No, society is not oppressing you. You're oppressing yourself because you're not allowing your vision to be put out there so that people can possibly assist you. And I say all that to not shun or to not be understanding. I say all that because that was my journey. And I believe in the Black community, that's a lot of people's journey. We hear growing up this crab in the barrel and people, if you tell people, they just try to bring you down. And honestly, yes, that can exist. But if you have something that you truly believe in and you've educated it and you have a strong foundation, what's for you is meant for you. Nobody can steal it. Nobody can make it their own. Nobody can do it better than you because what's for you is for you. Meaning that your higher power has aligned you with everything that you need to do. All you have to do is do the work. So get in people's DMs, get on Clubhouse, DM Donald and I, ask to be a guest on our show. Do all the things that's gonna bring your brand to the forefront so that people hear you. And so that your dreams are able to now be placed into rooms that your feet might not even be in yet. All of that allows for us as a black community to raise out of oppression because the only thing right now that can really oppress us is our minds. So, yeah. <laughs> Talking like a true psychologist. Um. <laughs> yes, you know I gotta bring that, that mental health in there. <laughs> Yeah, this is a mental health and wellness show. So if y'all thought we weren't going to talk about it, <laughs> we're sadly mistaken. For sure. But um, just to wrap up my final thoughts, um, definitely, like you said, reach out. Don't hesitate to go into someone's DM. Um, at worst, you'll just be left on red. And sometimes, you know, that happens, I think, on whatever journey, like you said, academic, uh, entrepreneurship, whatever field you're trying to get into um you're gonna have moments where it's like okay it feels like a setback but as long as you are willing to put in that work I think that's the good part and also to make sure to take care of yourselves please do not try and burn yourself out um because at the end of the day the only thing that we are left with truly in this world is our emotional our souls and our mental our mind and the mind is such a powerful thing. Hey. And without that, once if this gets burnt up and tired and played out, that's it. So reach out to that therapist if you need to. Talk to that counselor. Talk to that social worker. Whatever you need to do to keep this on the right track. Because without you can't get this back. And I I don't care whatever it is in this world. There's nothing that you should ever want to risk this for. And once that, like I said, once you get that mind, that body and that spirit in alignment, you are unstoppable. You are intangible. But only if you are willing and you are ready to start that journey to elevate yourself. Because no one else can know that but you. Because I can say, I think you're ready, but you yourself will know, am I ready? Yes. 
And I love that because sometimes we'd be like, oh, I'm ready. And then the opportunity comes and you are not really ready because you did not educate your mind along the way. I don't care if it's reading a book, like I said, listening to a podcast, getting in someone's DMs just to have a conversation, whatever it is that you need to do to prepare yourself, preparation is your best armor. You never know when your higher power is going to bless you, especially when you're out here doing the footwork. You never know who could be in your emails or in your DM that next day because you're out here socially networking. So in the interim, intermittently, make sure you are researching, you are developing your social skills, whether it's getting on platforms like Clubhouse and you might have stage fright, but just get on there and say, hey, my name is such and such. My business is this. I didn't have anything else to say. I just wanted to make sure my name was heard in the room and then mute your mic. It can be something as simple as that, but practice allows for comfortability. Comfortability allows for master. You want to be the master of whatever it is that you are out here selling. Because at the end of the day, nobody can market you better than you. So if you don't take anything away from what I'm saying, empower your mind. Love on your growth wherever you are. And understand that even if it's one or two people, somebody's watching. So always show up as your best self. Look at that. See, I really think, y'all, she needs to get, um, <laughs> we know like those calendars and it's got like quotes every day. I think, <laughs> I think um, we're going to trademark some off that. Yes, yeah. let's Just do that. For, like little snippets of that. Because, um, <laughs> y'all, child, I, and this oh, is my sister. Like, I deal with this. I was, like, y'all see this <laughs> on camera and in the podcast, but this yeah. is in my life forever. So just, yes. just imagine that at Thanksgiving and holidays, <laughs> the amount, just the amount of like debate and philosophical talks we get into. Like, yes, we y'all, do. y'all think we just do this on here? Facts. No, we do this outside of here. So, <laughs> just all these these power gems and these punches to the soul. Y'all feel? <laughs> I feel that too on the daily level. <laughs> Y'all, I, I don't it. get a text, uh, a text like this every day, y'all. <laughs> I love it. But um, any any final remarks, closing out thoughts? I know it's getting that it's getting to that time. It's getting to that time. As always, guys, please hit us up on our social media platforms. On Instagram in particular, it is unapologetically underscore Coleman. Get into our DMs. Let us know what you want to hear on the show. Let us know some feedback. We would love to hear from you guys. Also, check us up on YouTube, on all of the platforms where you can download podcasts. We are available. So not only listen to us, make sure you subscribe to us and give us that five point oh review <laughs> and as yeah. always please check us out every monday at unapologetic conversations with the coleman yes yes um since you slip aren't you gonna talk about your website <laughs> since you asked yes. <laughs> of course as you guys know i am a trained psychologist with a specialty in forensics um based upon my self-care and mental health professional 
dissertation where I looked at burned out, burnout in the Black community and how un, if we're not pouring into ourselves, how we are not able to give to other people. I was able to utilize my research, my qualitative research, and develop that into a wellness brand, which is DrEbonyHoleman.com. That's D-R-E-B-O-N-Y-C-O-L-E-M-A-N.com. On my website, I do wellness coaching. I do wellness consultations. I have fitness wear. I do wellness eBooks. And I also have an academic mentorship opportunity, which I definitely wanna highlight on this episode since we talked about mentors. I think it is so important if you know or you yourself is going into the field of psychology and you are not sure what doors to knock on, what you're supposed to do next, I believe that it's important to have someone that has already went on that journey that can assist you in navigating it. So if you guys are looking for mentors in psychology, especially in forensics, I am your girl. Make sure you check out DrEbonyComan.com and I can assist you or your family members. Yeah, see, could, we can't end on an episode without talking about the website. That's just like, it's a, it's a stamp. That's a verbal stamp <laughs> on the stone, uh, of course. But uh, like she said, make sure you guys follow us on all social media platforms. We are now available on all streaming platforms. I know it took us a minute with Apple. Apple was playing with us. Um, <laughs> we were in a little bit of a uh, negotiation. Uh, we don't have beef in 2021. We are in negotiations. Okay. Um, so <laughs> luckily, uh, we smoothed everything out. We are now on there, Spotify, YouTube. If you are watching us on YouTube, Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, just so the algorithm, sorry, um, can just kind of boost us, get us out there. Um, make sure you not only subscribe, but since YouTube apparently likes to play with people's notifications, make sure you hit the bell icon yes. because you will get a straight shot notification whenever we upload. They're going to be like, girl, y'all <laughs> know they just done dropped an episode, right? Like, you're going to click this link. Right. And they'll shoot you straight over here um, so you can watch us. And yeah, like I said, check out her website, check out our Instagram. Um, we will always link everything down below. Um, if you are interested in being a guest speaker on the show or open to some sponsorships, looking to sponsor us, um, you know, because we love a good sponsorship over here, um, <laughs> we will have our emails and stuff linked down below. And yeah, I think that covers everything. I think it does. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you turn tune in every week to Unapologetic Conversations with the Coleman. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. And we will see y'all next week. <laughs> see y'all.